Hi everyone, and welcome to Truth Over News. On Sunday, the Republican-led House Oversight Committee released new emails that proved that Anthony Fauci was instrumental in promoting the drafting of the fraudulent proximal origin paper. That paper was first published by a group of Fauci-funded scientists on February 16, 2020. The paper immediately became the media's go-to evidence to propagate the fake natural origin theory for COVID-19. In fact, it became one of the most cited papers in history. And it was all a fraud. While bits and pieces of the fraud were already known, the stunning new emails released by House Oversight now place Fauci and his British sidekick, pharmaceutical trust CEO Jeremy Farah, at the center of the fraud. It's an incredible story of lies and deceit. Group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists look at the sequences there and the sequences in uh, bats as they evolve and the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. So, I mean, the, the paper will be available. I, I don't have the authors right now, but we can make that available too. You've seen this clip before on our show. It's one of the most important pieces of documentary evidence of Fauci's total fraud against Trump and against the American people. We've talked about it before in connection with Fauci brazenly lying to the public from the White House podium with Trump standing right next to him. But now this clip takes on added significance in light of the newly released documents from the House Oversight Committee, documents that prove Fauci's deep involvement in creating the fraudulent proximal origin paper. The clip we just saw is from April 17th, 2020. That was the day that Trump announced that the COVID pandemic likely started in a Wuhan lab. Fauci was quick to jump in and contradict his boss. By the way, we say boss because Fauci was at the White House and on the White House podium during those weeks as a member of Trump's COVID task force. That he was even chosen to be on this task force is a huge tragedy in itself, but we'll leave that for another day. So technically, Fauci was insubordinate by publicly contradicting what his boss had just said. But let's leave the insubordination aside. After all, if Fauci had been honest, you could make an argument that he had the right to say what he said. The problem is that he wasn't honest. And a new batch of emails released just 48 hours ago by the House Oversight Committee proves once and for all and beyond any doubt that Fauci lied through his teeth right there on the White House podium. You see, when Fauci said in the clip we just saw that there was this new scientific paper that absolutely dispositively proved that COVID had a natural origin, he did not say that he was the one who instigated that paper. In fact, Fauci was so dishonest that he pretended in front of the entire world that he couldn't remember the names of the authors of that paper, even though he was the one who put them up to it in the first place, and he later rewarded them with tens of millions of dollars of government money.
That almost sounds too incredible to believe. Well, let's have a look at what the House Oversight Committee released. First, there is a stunning email that confirms what we've suspected for a long time, that Anthony Fauci personally, along with Farah and NIH head Francis Collins, ordered the drafting of the fraudulent proxy origin paper. The email was written by Christian Anderson to Nature magazine to try and place his fake story in that journal. Nature magazine rejected Anderson's paper, but we'll come back to that in a moment. What's important right now is the admission that Fauci was behind the effort. Anderson, of course, is the person chosen by Fauci to take the lead on the paper, and he was later rewarded very handsomely with multi-million dollar taxpayer-funded grants. We knew from earlier email releases that Anderson was passing drafts to Fauci for review and comment, and we knew that Anderson had been the main presenter at the infamous February 1, 2020 secret teleconference at which the cover-up was seeded. But this new email confirms the plot once and for all. Crucially, in another email, Anderson also admitted to Fauci's secret teleconference participants that our main work over the last couple of weeks has been focused on trying to disprove any type of lab theory. In other words, Fauci ordered Anderson to write a paper to disprove the lab leak theory. That's not surprising given that Fauci was desperate to wash his hands of culpability for the pandemic. But it is nonetheless stunning that we are now able to dispositively make the case using documentary proof and not just circumstantial evidence. The next thing which the House Oversight Committee uncovered are emails from reviewers from Nature magazine. It turns out that the reviewers weren't exactly convinced by Anderson's arguments. They correctly focused on the fake pangolin story. What happened during those two weeks in February in which Fauci's group scrambled to put out their fake proximal origin paper is that a Chinese newspaper published an equally fake story that claimed that something resembling COVID had been found in pangolins and that it was supposed to have been a 99% match. Fauci's group immediately seized on that fake Chinese story and made pangolins the centerpiece of their fraudulent proximal origin paper. It's completely unheard of that anyone, let alone a so-called scientist, would take some tidbit out of a random Chinese newspaper and make it the foundation of a world-changing scholarly article. Even the corporate media claims to require at least two sources. Unsurprisingly, the Nature reviewers weren't impressed and sent Anderson negative comments and questions. Even worse for Fauci's crew of mercenary scientists, the Chinese newspaper quickly changed its story and admitted there was no 99% match at all. In fact, the match was less than 90%, which is light years distant in genetic terms. The Wuhan Institute of Virology has admitted having much, much closer matches to COVID in its possession. In short, the pangolin theory was a pile of rubbish. Nature magazine rejected the paper. That's highly notable because Fauci was behind and supported by a number of prominent so-called scientists in pushing this paper. 
House Oversight also obtained an email exchange between one of the Proximal Origin authors and Jeremy Farah, in which Farah promises to pressure Nature magazine to publish the paper. Recall that Farah is the British Pharmaceutical Trust Director who co-organized Fauci's secret teleconference. Farah is now the chief scientist of the World Health Organization. He's also a close friend of Chinese CDC head Gao Fu, which might explain why he was doing what he was doing. Yet despite all of this, Nature rejected the paper. That's really a testament to how absolutely terrible the paper was. But Fauci's group tried again and got the paper published in an offshoot of Nature magazine which is called Nature Medicine. Perhaps that was a compromise solution to protect Nature magazine from the rubbish paper while also appeasing Fauci and the others. It was extremely conspicuous even at the time that a paper which is not related to medicine as such was published in that journal and not in Nature. Now we know why. Incidentally, someone who knew early on why the paper was published in Nature Medicine and not in Nature is John Cohen. He's a so-called journalist with Science Magazine. In July of 2020, Cohen got a highly damning email from a whistleblower. The whistleblower alerted Cohen to the fact that Proximal Origin had lots of problems, including the fact that it had been rejected by reviewers at Nature magazine, but that it was then quickly shifted over to another journal for publication. By this point in time, Proximal Origin had become one of the most cited papers of all time. It was almost singularly responsible for the fake natural origin narrative. Well, guess what? Instead of breaking the huge news about the fact that Proximal Origin had been rejected due to its many flaws and breaking the news that there were ghostwriters involved who were hidden from public view, Cohen did something truly outrageous. He could have just ignored the whistleblower, which would have been bad enough. But no, he did something even worse. He forwarded the whistleblower message to the accused, Anderson, who then got Fauci involved. It still stands as one of the most despicable things we have seen in this entire saga. In another email uncovered by the House Oversight Committee, Anderson's co-author Eddie Holmes admitted to another scientist, Ian Lipkin, that it is indeed striking that this virus is so closely related to SARS yet is behaving so differently, seems to have been pre-adapted for human spread since the get-go. This is stunning because it proves that Holmes perfectly understood that what likely happened was that the Wuhan lab took a SARS virus and pre-adapted it in their lab to make it spread among humans. It's worth recalling that while people keep comparing the 2003 SARS outbreak, which was natural, to the COVID outbreak, they couldn't be more different. As is always the case for natural viruses, SARS was not pre-adapted to humans. In fact, only 774 people died of SARS worldwide. In the entire United States, there wasn't a single death and only eight people had traces of the virus, all of them having traveled overseas. 
Holmes knew that COVID was completely different from SARS. From that same Holmes message, we also know that Farah was running the show along with Fauci. In another email, which was written on February 17, 2020, a day after Proximal Origin first appeared online, one of the authors thanked Farah for shepherding the paper. In yet another email, we see that Farah directly changed the wording of one of the sentences in Proximal Origin. That might not sound like a big deal, but recall that up to now, we weren't even aware of Farah's direct involvement with editing the paper at all. By rule, every contribution to an academic paper must be attributed, and Proxima Origin did not attribute any role to either Fauci or Farah. Now, why is that? In Fauci's case, he did not want to be associated with a paper which he was going to wave at everyone in order to absolve himself of responsibility in creating the pandemic. It had to look like an organic, totally independent effort. In Farah's case, the truth might be even more awful, given his closeness to Chinese officials like Gao Fu. So once more, we find new emails, and they are extremely damning. And once more, they prove that there was a giant cover-up at the highest levels to conceal the fact that COVID almost certainly came out of a Wuhan lab. What has never happened is that we got new emails which pointed in the opposite direction to natural origin. Every single one of these document releases only ever points in one direction, lab leak. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Truth Over News.